Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome to the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. So I'm here again with another episode of Friday Real Talk. This week has been long, and I want to talk about it a little bit. So first of all, my kids have been on school vacation this week. And for those of you out there with little kids trying to juggle them being home this week, I hear you. You know what I'm talking about. And of course, the universe decided to throw a few little extra challenges my way this week with very needy clients and sick kids and snow. And as a result, my needs have fallen to the bottom of the priority list, which never feels good, right? And, you know, I haven't gone for a run in almost a week and I'm a little cranky because of it, to be honest. So that's where I'm at. But it's not even what I really want to talk about right now. What I really want to talk about is how much of a trigger school vacations can be for me. It's like your chance to showcase all the fun things you're doing with your family. And I feel this pressure to always have something planned for my kids. And if I don't, then in my mind, they're not going to have anything to talk about when they go back to school. Again, logically, as I'm talking through this, I know this is ridiculous. But it's kind of hard not to feel this way, when it's in your, especially when it's in your face all the time, right? This is where boundaries come in. Side note, um, by the way, it drives me absolutely crazy when my kids have to do weekend news in their classrooms every Monday. My kids are too young, I think, to really get this, but it's so easy to compare what you did over the weekend or your school break to some other kid. And then feel bad about yourself because you didn't go to the Bahamas this week, right? And that's another thing. It feels like I see all these other families going away for school breaks. And we struggle in our house just to get ourselves together and go out the door to do some family activity like bowling, right? Now, in reality, I know that not every family in both my kids' first grade and preschool classes has gone away this vacation week. I'm exaggerating this in my head. The actual psychological term is cognitive distortion, which is like big for me. But it's really important to recognize, I think, that we're doing this. It isn't logical, but it's our default. At least for me, it is. And it's not even the time away in the vacation spot that bothers me. Because we all know deep down that family vacations aren't exactly unicorns and rainbows, right? But for me, it's the perception that I have that everyone else is always having a good time with each other. And my family sometimes struggles just to exist with each other for a few hours, right? And this, I think, comes from that fairy tale expectation of life that I've always had. Except instead of wanting to be a Disney princess and get swept off my feet by a prince, like I've talked about before, this time it's the fairy tale image of the perfect family where everyone is loving being together and everybody is best friends. Right? And I think I get this from media and uh, 
all the like TV shows, like the 80s sitcoms that I watched growing up with the perfect families. But as I'm talking through it, this also plays into my insecurities. These are the insecurities that I have as a mom and the insecurities I have in my marriage. And my perfectionism is showing up big time because I keep thinking like I'm doing it all wrong as if there's a right and a wrong way to do this, right? There's not. And I need that constant reminder. Yesterday, I uh, had the opportunity to interview Beth Berry, who's a mom and a coach. And we talked about this concept in depth. I'm really excited for this episode to come out. You guys are going to love it. Um, We talked about the struggles that moms are facing now and how comparison narratives and patriarchal norms keep us unhappy and constantly doubting ourselves. Moms are set up to struggle. And I think our ultimate goal is to develop and deepen the trust that we have in ourselves. Because only when we actually trust ourselves can we start to treat ourselves like we treat everybody else in our life with respect. Which like I just don't think we can do until we better understand ourselves and then maintain healthy boundaries. Boundaries for me are a really big thing. My boundaries need to include staying in my lane and focusing on what works for me, not what other people are doing. Earlier this week, I put out an episode on why, as humans, we love getting a deal. We love getting things on sale. Media and culture and businesses thrive off of that. They'll play to that. They know that this is a game that we want to win. I didn't mention this before because I didn't really read enough about it, but stores will definitely mark up their items and then put them on sale to make it seem psychologically like you're getting a deal, even if maybe you're not, right? But doesn't it seem like every time you walk into a store, things are on sale? I feel like every time I walk into a J. Crew, which really isn't that often, but um, I might walk by it, right? I see a sign in the window that says full price items are, you know, 30 to 40% off and there's an additional percent off of sales items. It makes you wonder if things in a store are always on sale, are they actually on sale? Because otherwise, how would stores still be in business, right? But as I was thinking about this a little bit more, I realized how messed up society is and how increasingly more important it is to trust ourselves. I did a whole episode a few weeks ago on self-trust, which is really important, I think, to re-listen to because this is a concept that keeps coming up for me. And this is something that Beth Berry and I talked about this week as well. We're taught to doubt ourselves and to believe that the systems in place are there for a reason. And because they're there and they've been there for so long, they must mean something. They must be somehow more important than our own intuition and perceptions, right? But no, someone somewhere is making money off of our insecurities and we allow that to happen. And once you see this, you can't unsee it. Deep down, it makes me angry, but here we are, right? Change only starts from within. And all I can do is have the awareness and make my own choices in response to that awareness. Here's an example of what I'm talking about. This is going to seem a little weird, but I promise you it'll come full circle. So 
the last, I don't know, 20 something years or so, definitely since I was in college, reusable water bottles have become very trendy. It started, I think, I don't really know for sure, but I think it started with the Nalgene and then it went to the Hydro Flask and then it was the Swell water bottles and then it was the Yeti. And now the big trend is the Stanley water bottles. Side note, by the way, I once spent a lot of money on a 40 ounce camo print Swell water bottle thinking like, this is super cute. So I'm going to use this all the time. But did I? No. It's sitting in a cabinet right now in my kitchen and I haven't used it in like two and a half years. But going back to my point, at the end of the day, doesn't always having the latest trendy water bottle defeat the initial purpose of having reusable water bottles in the first place, right? Like we're just accumulating more stuff. The amount of plastic bottles and cups with covers that we have in our house is ridiculous. But do we ever really stop to think about that? Or do we just love the excitement of getting the trend of the month more? And then we find ways to justify having all these things to ourselves, right? And if this is you, no shame whatsoever. You are not alone because I'm beyond guilty of doing this exact same thing with way more than water bottles too, by the way. So to that point, let's start tuning into our guts and trusting ourselves a little bit more. What are our values and motivations behind our behaviors, whether it's spending or otherwise? We get so caught up sometimes in caring what other people think, and it's hard not to in the society that we live in, but we know deep down that it's not serving us. Our bodies tell us. We get these little instincts or like feelings of discomfort, and we try to push them down or not pay attention to them, but they're really signs, I think, that are pointing to our biggest lessons. So I'm going to try, try being the keyword, to take some time this weekend to slow down a little bit and tune into that inner wisdom that I know we all have. And I hope you guys do too. Hope you guys have a good weekend and I'll talk to you next time.